What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Badia Summit podcast. I'm your host, Kiprono Letting, and this is our first episode. So today we have uh, three great guests. <laughs> These people are like some serious mountaineers. I'll just say right now, they're 7,000 ers If you don't know what 7,000er means, they just came from summiting a 7,000 meter mountain, and that's why they are here today. So I shall start by introducing Hetel. Hello. We have Pesky. Good afternoon. And Neil. What's up, guys? <laughs> so I know Hetel from, I think we followed each other on IG for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I, I saw like a picture you posted. It was like cryptic. You didn't exactly say where you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. knew you did climb like some high mountain in uh, Nepal yes. and then you revealed after summiting and then yeah uh, do you want to get hopes high <laughs> <laughs> oh it was for that you didn't well, yeah because I didn't know what to expect ah okay yeah so that's how we knew each other from IG then I know Pesky because I know his bootstrap adventures company yes we also follow each other for a bit definitely and Neil <laughs> silent killer <laughs> completely yeah, I just met today it was nice to see you nice to meet you it's as like, well it's nice to see summiters this is just a badass summit podcast thank you for having us here so like before we go to, like this mountain talk and everything maybe just give us like a short intro like a background about yourselves <clears throat> okay so, oh, Hetal. Let's start. <laughs> uh, I'm Hetal. Uh, I'm an investment banker by profession. And I've been hiking for over 15, 20 years now. But now I've started going a bit more into mountaineering. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Hamal Haria, better known as Pesky as well. Uh, I'm a mountaineer, been doing a lot of hikes for 25 plus years now. Uh, I'm an accountant, stroke financial consultant, and also co-founder of Bootstrap Adventures. Hi, my name is Neil. Uh, I'm a property manager by profession. I've been hiking since school, got into mountaineering uh, from President's Award Scheme from school. And since then, I've just been obsessed with mountaineering and just been climbing a lot of mountains. Oh, that's a lot of experience. 2025. <laughs> and I think uh, 15. 15. Yeah, oh from the age of 15 to now. Yeah. That's amazing. He has a proper. <laughs> I started my first hike like 2013, so that's nine years now. Wow. Yeah. But you've been doing double summits, triple summits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. So that's great. <laughs> Something you're used to, maybe. <laughs> Sorry? Something you're used to. No. No? Never done that. <laughs> okay. What was your first hike? First hike? Mm. Wow. It's a hard question. Must be Mount Longanut. Okay. Yeah, this was years ago. This was actually, the first hike was probably in primary school, but mm. weren't an active hiker then. Yeah. That was... Same with Mount Longanut. Mine was uh, Mount Kenya, actually. Mount Kenya, yeah, to the top, to Lenana. To Lenana, yeah. My goodness, <laughs> no prep hikes. No, direct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then followed by then obviously President's Award. So where yeah. we ended up in Gong, 
for our pre-bronze expedition. Yeah. And uh, yeah, managed to then carry on to bigger things. <laughs> wow, exactly bigger things. <laughs> what was your first hike? First hike was uh, President Savoskim, Machakos. Mm. Machakos, there were so many hills over there mm. we did. And then after that, Mount Longamat and for gold, precedence of a gold scheme that took us to Mount Kenya. Did Mount Kenya for the first time summit I did. And then from there on, I've done many more. Oh, I'm really glad to have you as my first guest. Thank you. <laughs> We're glad too. <laughs> nice. So you're all friends, right? Yeah, all Out friends. The mountains. More or less, yes. More, yeah. Got to know each other more on the mountains. Okay. Yeah. So how did you but, get from... Okay. Just go because I really want to know about this. <laughs> so the mountain you climbed was uh, Himlung Himal. Himal, yeah, and it's seven thousand seven one two six meters. Wow! And uh, how 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 do you prep for that? <laughs> wow! Actually, uh, COVID delayed the trip mm. by two years. So the usual, we were pretty much our well up. Cycling was there, running was there, swimming was there, some day hikes, Mount Kenya. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Uh, pretty much the same stuff we do right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and would you say you've done, of course, okay, let me go through your, let's see your mountain bio. Mm -hmm. So Mount Kenya, Lenana Peak. So Mount Kenya, up to the top, Batian. Batian, of course. Uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Mount Ruwenzori, uh, we've done EBC, Gokuri, Kalapatar, Island Peak, uh, Chola Pass, and now Himlung Himal. Wow, and Island Peak is 6,000 meters. So yeah, 6189 meters. <laughs> so yours is the same? No, mine, mine is a bit different. Uh, uh, for Mount Kenya, just till the Nana, I've not been able to do till Bachan because I'm a bit like new to rock climbing, still need to get used to it. And then I'll be able to hopefully do Batian. Um, then I've done Kilimanjaro, Ranzori, and in India, in Ladakh, it's called Stokkangri. It's 6150 meters. But from 2019, they have closed the mountain due to a lot of pollution by the tourists. Mm. by the climbers and tourists who go there. So the mountain is indefinitely closed. Then after that, did uh, Himlung Himal. Wow. Super experience. So <laughs> would you consider yourself like a hiker or mountaineer? Wow, that's, that's actually a tough question yeah. because to be honest, I could call myself a mountaineer, but then it's the Sherpas who even assist a lot. Yeah. So I don't know where to, uh, personally, I don't know where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they can. Difficult to differentiate. Yeah. I can call myself a hiker. Uh, like she correctly said, the team out there who actually do the hard work really ensure a lot of things and they are the real heroes of ensuring that you, you summit or you're okay up to wherever you reach. Yeah. So they are the true mountain gods or mountaineers or whatever you call you can't yeah, you cannot you do, do without them yeah yeah um, but, but like um coming back to like mount kenya 
like summit in Bati and that eye is quite a fit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, honestly, like, yeah. although I think, I don't know about the study, I may be wrong. Out of, let's say, 10,000 people that climb Mount Kenya in a year, only let's say 50 do Bati. Probably. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I, we don't know much because. See, as Kenyans, there are not many Kenyans who've climbed Batian, right? Yeah. And now at least Kenyans are attempting it. Yeah. But if you look at probably the other community, like the other the the other climbers, the expats and all those, they've climbed Batian various times. Yeah. There are many who've climbed Batian, but for Kenyans, it's still fresh and new. Yeah. Yeah. And so. You, you Attempted twice, some yeah, once. Yes. <laughs> so what made you go back like after the list of the first attempt? Um well so the first attempt was through the North Face route. Yeah. Which is um normally attempted um around August, September, October. Yeah. But I think uh and then it's a harder one definitely. It's harder than the other one. The North Face. Yeah, North Face okay. is definitely harder because that one you go straight up to Badian mm -hmm. and there's a lot more pitches. Yeah. And you start at Shiptons. Yes. Yes. You start at Shiptons, you walk to the base of Batian and then start climbing. So um that definitely is a harder one. And I think we were like, we were about 100 meters away from the summit, but those 100 meters would have taken us probably another hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And time was a factor, weather was changing. And I mean, we could have pushed it if we wanted to, but then, you know, you just listen to the guide. The guide is like, no, the weather can flip anytime. You don't want to be stuck up there on Batian. I mean, you don't want to stay the night up there without any other gear. We didn't have sleeping bags or nothing on us. So then we just decided, you know, we took the hardest call. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. It was really, really sad. I mean, I'm sure. I never want to hear that. Yeah. It was so bad. I almost had tears in my eyes. Yeah. But safety is key. Yeah. I mean, uh, you respect the mountain. You respect the guide. Their decision, they've been there. They are professionals. Yeah. Yeah. They know <clears throat> what happens, what to do. Uh, when to do it and when to take a call. So, I mean, at the end of it, safety is key and you respect their decision. So we had to take a call and so turn back. What was the turnaround time? Three. We turned back at 3 p.m. Yeah. 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 Because, again, you don't want to be abseiling all that at night. Yeah. It, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's quite dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, we took a call and we started descending. To be honest, the first attempt was actually an impulsive decision we made. Well, he oh, made. <laughs> you know, yeah, because we went to the mountain in June, and we did. Uh, we just walked around the peaks and all that, and then we summited Lenana at that point as well. And uh, like looking at Nelian, Batian, I'm like, okay, this looks very, very inviting uh -huh. and then randomly he just called the guide and he said okay you know what we want to do batten mm -hmm. and then i think he confirmed everything trip. no no oh, this was probably a month later yeah. right and then he called me and he's like oh okay i've called the guide and uh, i've said we're doing batten i was like what <laughs> uh do i have a choice <laughs> and then again impulsive yes let's just do it they need to be like a proper comfortable climber 
Oh, yeah, I mean, you just need to have a lot of endurance. Okay. So we didn't have enough time to train as well. Although we're not, we've been climbing for a while. So it wasn't too bad. It's just that I think it was just a very impulsive decision. <laughs> Is it rock and ice climber? No, rock. Ice you can't. Well, there's just a bit so, of ice okay. here and there, but I mean, Then you can tackle that. While abseiling down, is there rockfall or no? No, there was no rockfall. But obviously, you still have to be careful. Because, yeah. I mean, if if there's a lot more sun, ice would have melted and rock would have fallen. So, yeah. How does one get comfortable, let's say, because of, like, the drops, the exposure? Again, <clears throat> the more you climb, mm. yeah. the more comfortable you become. So, you carry on doing uh, regular rock climbing, go, go climb Blue to sky. different rocks, keep going to the mountain and you start getting comfortable. Just mm. feel at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so that was the first attempt. Yeah. That was June of 20... No, that was in, uh, September, right? September. September, yeah. 2020. June is when we went to just just oh, okay. trek, yeah. Okay. And then we decided later. And the second attempt was... Uh, February last year. 2021. Yeah, yes. From the... Now that is a south east south towards the southeast yeah starting point austrian has yes no so yeah so basically uh we you go up to mackinders yeah and then all the way up to austrian hut you sleep the night there and then yeah. from austrian hut you move on to base of nelian mm. so the first peak that you reach is nelian from there you go down to gate of mist mm -hmm. cross up now that's where there was a bit of ice so there you need the uh, crampons. crampons and stuff and then the final last few pitches to batium so like the second <coughs> attempt how many were you just two of us two of us plus a guide climbing guide. two guides two climbing guides. yeah we took two separate climbing guides because yeah. then uh it's really taxing on the guide as well yeah. to for him to belay two people yeah it's very strenuous and even time time is a big factor right yeah so then we just said we'll just take two separate climbing guides so he's i sort i mean i i climb with mine he climbs with his how would you like arrange yourself is it like the guide first yeah and you two and the guide so the guide guide leads yeah. every pitch he leads he goes to the safety point where he places his anchor and all and then obviously once he's secure he belays me yeah so and i clean along the way like i clean up the safeties that he's placed okay yeah so that's the uh cams and whatever he's placed along the way so i clean it up i take it to him yeah and then i give it to him <laughs> and then again the whole process goes i feed him i belay him yeah and then he climbs up so you go two at a time so let's say you and your guide and then so first the guide then yeah. me and then um and then they they come in after. as soon as she's uh, finished okay. her <clears throat> clean up to the safety yeah. to the uh, anchor yeah the guide starts oh, my guide okay. starts okay. and then i yeah. follow okay so that's like a good yeah. pace and how long does it take like from let's say the base to let's say to get to nelian about five hours five hours yeah we start about six yeah about five hours and i hear crossing gate of miss is Yeah, get it. Quite hard. It is. <laughs> it's quite it, tricky. It is tricky. What's 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 tricky about it? So it's a drop. Yeah. From Nelian. Yeah. And uh, 
So you abseil a bit, <clears throat> then you go up the ice uh, where you have to wear crampons. Once yeah. you've crossed that bit, again, the weather changes quickly. The, it's quite windy. Uh, as it so says, gate of mist. Gate of There's mist. always mist there. Uh, yeah, so it's quite cold. And it's like a short section. But it looks short, yeah. but feels long. <laughs> so you yeah. get to nearly on five hours crossing the gate of mist. How long does it take? About an hour or less. It, it took us just slightly more than half an hour, but definitely on, on the higher side, one hour. And then you summit Batian, so like then, seven hours. Yeah. Uh, so after crossing the gate of mist, there's another two, three pitches up to Batian. Yeah, and then you climb again to Batian, and then that's... Yeah. Well. That's batting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the feeling like? Are you are you relieved or is it? Yeah, I mean excited like, because yeah. now you're on top of my on Kenya, like yeah. on the highest point of Kenya. So it's, it was just excitement, happiness. Yeah. I wanted to cry, but I was alone at that point. I was like, if my guide sees me cry, what will he think of me? Yeah. <laughs> He'll just laugh at me. So I, I did shed a tear, but it was behind my sunglasses, so it was fine. <laughs> and you know, I was alone. I've had people like doing it or attempting it, they, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do it again. Really? Would you, would you do it again? Yeah, North Face is pending. Oh, okay. You need to go and finish it. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I would do it. So in that's, a heartbeat. that's the story. I, I, you haven't climbed Batian, yes? No, I haven't. And do you have any plans? I really need to get my rock climbing skills up. Like, I'm so, uh, I'm an amateur at rock yeah. climbing. So I need to train a lot. Like these guys, are, from what I hear, they trained yeah. every weekend. They used to go to Lukenia, Hell's Gate, climb different routes, do rock climbing. So I would need to do that. So let's see, maybe in the future, yeah. Because I really want to do batching. It's just I have to get comfortable rock climbing. I've done yeah. Lukenia once. And I was like, oh, so this is rock climbing, okay. I mean, just go for it. Sometimes <laughs> you even just learn on the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whilst you're climbing, you just start feeling better, like yeah. comfortable. And do you like do weight training, gymming? I don't. Well, I just Personally, I'm not a fan of gyms. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, I don't do any weightlifting or any tr workouts in the gym. Because mm -hmm. yeah. your backpack, you have to carry a lot. No. No, no, like you just carry whatever you need in the in terms of snacks. Yeah. This is what, this batian, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just carry that, and then um, uh, what else? Just yeah, water, juice, things like just the normal stuff. Okay. We didn't carry sleeping bags because we didn't have a plan to sleep, to sleep up at Nellian. Mm -hmm. There's no plan, so then we said whatever come may will just come down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then everyone has done Renzuri. Yes. I, I did Renzuri end of last year. Oh, nice. And for me, okay, in East Africa minus Batian, I think that's like the hardest. Yeah. Same, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Like, like for me, the hardest was Renzuri. Yeah. From all the mountains in East Africa, just because of the steepness of the glacier. Yeah. And you have to use your pickaxe. Yeah. The crampons. Crossing the glacier and crampons. Yeah. And then, you know, it's not fixed the rope. The part. guide is <laughs> fixing the rope while you're going. Yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah. like <laughs> yeah. safety standards are a bit low. Yeah. yeah. So you did Margarita Peak and uh, any other? Just Margarita. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just Margarita. Yeah, yeah. I went, uh, I, I had a plan to do four peaks. Oh. And then I did Mount Speak. 
Oh, nice. That was a tough time. How was that? It's it's really hard. It the weather was bad. Oh. It rained. The slippery rocks. Oh no. Yeah, so I had a hard time. So then after that, I'm like, hmm, do I really want to do all this? Then I had to do Margarita because that's the highest point. Of course. Yeah. So what about Baker? Baker, yeah, I had planned to oh. do Baker. Uh, I went with a, a friend of mine, so her she was like set to do all four. But after let's say after I speak, I was like I only had the energy just to do the same margarita. Wow! Yeah, nice. At least still good. Well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. That's a good achievement. Yeah, it's amazing. But you did uh, how how long ago? I did in 2015 December. Wow! Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Were you the same? No, no, I did it in 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, July, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, proper proper hikers because like after doing that and then descending for me especially when the rock is slippery yeah yeah it's quite hard it's very hard it but, is but it's really beautiful there amazing <laughs> it's so it's it's so raw yet yeah. compared to Mount Kenya <clears throat> and Kilimanjaro yeah Renzer is so raw so it's nice it's untouched It is really. Yeah, so and the weather nice. clears up and everything. <clears throat> yeah, but the impressive bit was walking in gumboots. <laughs> That was, <laughs> That was a fun, a fun bit. Yeah. For for most of the days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> was the weather good? Like raining and everything. Uh, it was good actually. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. One but obviously it's a tropical forest, right? Yeah, yeah. So every day at noon it used to rain. Yeah. yeah. Up to for about two, two and a half hours. Yeah. And then yeah. Kili, of course, just a nice hike up. Yeah. Kili is nice. In fact, Mount Meru is harder. Yeah, <laughs> Mount Meru is very steep. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. steep. It's so steep, but yeah. So, like, when you're doing like the earlier mountains, do you have plans to do, let's say, higher mountains then, or are you doing for fun? For me personally, I think every, somehow after every mountain, I did something kept popping up. Yeah. Uh, it was never a plan, so as and how it popped up, just booked it. Yeah, just went for it. Mm. And like, how is uh, how is like your your philosophy in climbing? Like, do you have to summit or do you go for the views? <laughs> Take each day as it comes. Yeah, yeah. See how just, far you go, how you're feeling, and yeah, just reach the next camp safe and sound, mm-hmm. and that's it. From there, okay. see what happens the next day. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean obviously bat in the back of the head. Yeah, you want to summit but then you can't control nature. Mm. Yeah. Cuz I'm like, okay, I know like my angel say chum we him on the summit. Yeah. Yeah. Guys yep. like, oh, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know the back back of your head you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody sure. wants to. But yeah. Cuz still if let's say like um have you ever had at uh other than Batian do you like for some reason not summit a mountain Touchwood no. not no not yet <laughs> Touchwood no ah, okay. yeah, not yet yeah same here ah, so yet. you guys are chamuhimunisa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Basically>. trying to <laughs> <laughs> yeah even this one the one we did himlung yeah. at some point i thought we'll be told to, okay turn back but because i mean the guides are talking amongst themselves and yeah. i was like what are they saying what are they saying And then you just remove you just see the guide remove one of his ropes and like oh we're actually heading for the summit. <laughs> so like him look like initially you wanted to do it when 2020. 2020. Yeah. And then 
at this time you've done like a 6000 meter before yeah so yes. so now you're like i want to do a 7000 meter so how did you choose this mountain so actually after island peak i think we settled and then a bright idea said yeah let's try and look for a 7000 meter peak the options were tilicho or himlong and Tilicho uh, is in Nepal, Nepal yeah. as well. Uh, a bit more technical, um, and we were given options, descriptions of what both peaks are like, and uh, we opted for Himlong. And like, did everyone agree? Oh, let's do it together, or how, how no? Is this, uh, so, so before Himlung, actually, I'd already looked for another seven thousand, and yeah. in Pakistan, yeah, uh, Spantic, okay. it's called Spantic, and then um, you know, we uh, to be honest, I don't know. Uh, probably it's because we've never been to Pakistan. We don't know what to expect. Yeah. I mean, whichever country you go to, you don't know what to expect. And then, uh, like, okay, 7,000 meters. I think Nepal, we know what to expect, yeah. sort of a thing. Like, you know how the guides operate, you know how everything works around there. And then, yeah, we came to Nepal. And then, I don't know, how did we agree on Himlung? I think it was just a more suitable climb. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a group was formed. Mm. So, we, three of us from here... Uh, four of us actually from Kenya. Mm -hmm. One uh, lady as well. Mm -hmm. Ex-Kenyan. Mm -hmm. She is still Kenyan, but she has settled in uh, UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, one guy unfortunately had to back out. Mm -hmm. So at the end, it was four of us who decided and we went for it. So you, t you wanted to do 2020 and then COVID and all this... Yeah, we were literally a week away from traveling. Mm -hmm. So we've done everything. We've booked our flights. Everything was sorted. We just needed to pack our bags. We've done all the shopping, like of all the small, small items. And then Nepal issues, uh, Nepal released a, a, a travel ban. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> 2020, you got the opportunity. So... 2022, rather. No, so... Every season yeah. that opened up, yeah. we, we tried. We tried. <laughs> oh, last has, year also. Has, has anything been uh, removed? Are they have they eased off on the requirements? Yeah. We were told, don't don't rush, wait, uh, because again cases they opened it up for a bit. They had a spike in numbers. They closed it down. So we said uh, we'll wait. And 2022 worked out. And like, how, how did you train? So training was swimming, cycling and running. So every weekend, either cycling or running. Running normally go to Karura or Sigiriya, do 10 km, 15 kms. Uh, swimming, I was doing every day in the mornings. Uh, or even twice or thrice in a week, if you can. And cycling, just I was going with the uh, bicycle adventures. <coughs> Normally, they have these cycling um, tours. Tours, yeah. Yeah. So with them, and it was fun. You get to see more of Kenya while cycling. <laughs> so, so swimming great. and cycling and yes. running. 
Yeah. And hiking, what about like, how do you train for altitude wise? Wow. Were you concerned about altitude sickness? Have you ever got altitude sickness? Again, yeah. thankfully not. No. Wow. I, I've, I've been okay, thankfully, okay. through and through. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been okay. <laughs> I guess over time you get to know your body better. Yeah. Uh, you become wiser, you you keep rehydrated, you yeah. eat well, you you try and sleep. So I think altitude wise we've I have been okay as well. Yeah. Uh, no issues as such. Yeah. Uh and the usual hikes, hi, uh, the day hikes to Elephant Hill, mm-hmm. Ebades, Kijabe, mm-hmm. Mount Kenya. And so then like one month before the the trip, did, what hikes did you do? None. <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, I just made uh, two weeks before the trip. I th- I just went for a weekend, just up to Shipton's, just on a weekend. Yeah, and that was it. Oh wow! So you guys are really confident about <laughs> your bodies yourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, you've never suffered altitude. Uh, I have yeah. just like minor headaches. Yeah. But that is it. Nothing more extreme Nose, than that. Yeah. Yeah. No. No nausea. Oh, wow. So yeah, I've been lucky that way. But yeah, you still need to take care of your body on yeah. the mountain because the mountain doesn't joke around. Oh, so all the training. <laughs> Running, cycling, swimming. Yeah. Start swimming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> swimming is actually good for your lungs. So yeah, it helps a lot. Swimming. And then now, you decide now to climb. What gear do you need, like for 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 Himlung? Because it's a big mountain. It is. Yeah. Um. So obviously, for the main summit night, actually, you know, for Himlung, it's an expedition. It's not yeah. just a trek or yeah. a climb. It's an expedition. So you know like how Everest is an expedition. Yeah. Himlung follows same suit. Yeah. So uh how so many days? Well, it took 25. 25 days. So like up and down. The 6000 meter peak is considered as a normal trekking peak. Yeah. Uh and anything I'm not too sure of where what's the cutoff of the height but Himlung was classified as a, as an expedition peak. Okay. Yeah. It's not too technical. What Himlung? Yeah. They they well they classify it as a semi technical uh, climb. Okay. But I think eventually it will become technical from what we saw. Yeah. Because it's considered as one of the safe mountains. Yeah. But when we went, it's just lots and lots of crevasses along the way. Um yeah, in fact, some crevices probably even needed ladders to cross, but obviously we didn't have because it wasn't expected. Yeah. So you just jump over crevices. So like, like going from Kenya, like what stuff do you, did you carry from here? Just the basic, yeah. uh, your hiking boots, yeah. your warm gear, your thermals, your socks, your day pack. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Balaclava, yeah. uh, ski goggles, actually. the specific yeah, yeah. Uh, cat for sunglasses yeah, because those are really clear. Okay. You, you want to try and avoid uh, sun, um, snow, snow blindness. blindness. Yeah. Um, any personal medication that you would probably need. Um, 
That was about it. Uh, yeah. Protein bars, chocolates. Yeah. 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 And you had a summit suit, a down suit. So how so what happens generally is we all decided. We looked yeah. around uh our colleague in UK her name is Sita. Yeah. Uh she looked around there and the prices are ridiculous. Ridiculous. No, 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 to buy to, to buy, buy yeah, the dances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So then what we did is we just reached Nepal and we we shopped for the gear from there. So it's the summit suit. Well, this summit suit, which is obviously the full suit. uh, It's down suit. Yeah, down suit. So we we said we'll buy from there and then you can, once you buy, like you can use it and then you can resell it. Yeah. So that was that. And then we bought, so we bought that and then we bought, uh, I mean, we hired shoes. Yeah. So, so climbing boots, basically <clears throat> they, are pla- they have, they're known as plastic boots or insulated boots. Yeah. With, uh, it basically protects your feet and keeps them warm. And the, ma- the material, it's like a gator. It goes mm. up to just below the knee. So right. So it prevents any snow from entering into whilst you're climbing. Yeah. Uh, crampons were provided. Harness. Harness. So to, yeah. So harness. If you have a harness, or you just get one, they provide a harness. Helmets, climbing helmets. Uh, the thing that we had to hire was um, f- we did not have extreme temperature sleeping bags so we got those if you have a down jacket well and good otherwise you also hire a down jacket because mm-hmm. they say temperatures could go below to minus 35 to minus 40 degrees celsius well is that a summit or just on the way up? yeah no this is on the day of the summit okay so you get all your gears, yeah. you're ready to climb. Is it like um, you have porters? Or? So we we started our our hike from very low level, probably yeah. two thousand. No, no, five hundred. No, no, five hundred meters. Six hundred, six hundred meters. And then up to about Kote. Kote was three thousand meters. Kote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So till there we had uh, porters. some porters. Mm-hmm. Rest of the stuff came in jeeps mm-hmm. up to that point, and then from there on, uh, mules tr- take everything up to base camp. And um, during from six hundred meters to three thousand, how long is how many days? About four days, three, four days. Four four days, yeah. yeah. Just easy trekking. Just, yeah, that's just easy trekking because we had extra days, but you can even just drive by car to Koto. Oh. So we had extra days, so we're just like, we'll just hike. So we just hiked it, and it's all tea houses from Besisar to Koto, so it's not camping. So that was four days. And then from Koto till Fu was also tea houses, but now then you're gaining altitude yeah there were long hikes the okay. two days so people can actually drive till somewhere oh, yeah but you'd till rather, about three thousand meters yeah you'd rather hike maybe i think it's two. advantageous to ride it's actually good because yeah. we were so well acclimatized yeah so i think it really really helped us 
and that ride is not pleasant yes, it's very not bumpy it's very bumpy uh, quite heavy on your legs as well and yeah. uh, i would rather be walking all that than mm-hmm. as you're hiking with like many cars yes, yes. many yeah but i think it was around um there was a, f- a festival going on an indian festival oh okay so uh, i think that's why we were kind of lucky because everyone was celebrating <laughs> so it's not that many cars at yeah. that point but yeah generally there are so many cars so four days to get to koto koto it's yes. about 3000 yeah 3000 meters that's like the trailhead yeah and then from there and on hi. so from there the trek yeah. sort of splits because it's it's a very popular trek to also anapuna yeah the circuit trek yeah and from there everything takes a split one goes towards anapuna and now one takes you to himlum himlum himal Yeah. Then you get to base camp. Um how how is the setup there? Is it like um like just rocks or is it like a lodge? So no. the <laughs> base camp uh, is actually on a uh, grassland. Yeah. So that's really good. The terrain normally other mountains it's on like scree or rock. Yeah. which is not comfortable but Himlung is comfortable cuz it's on grassland. Yeah. And then they just have a big dinner tent. where you have your breakfast lunch dinner and we were all given a single tent so that's your home for like 15 days so you reach base camp and stay for 15 days yeah because now we have to do rotation see okay. from base camp you go up to this camp 1 camp 2 mm-hmm. so you have to do rotations mm-hmm. that's going up yeah you go up down. to camp 1 you come back down you rest for a day or two mm-hmm. then you go for camp 1 you stay the night there You go up to camp 2 the following day you come back down to base camp okay spend another two na- two days like just acclimatizing acclimatizing resting mm-hmm. and then you do the final push to summit so camp 1 you stay a night camp 2 you stay a night and then you attempt summit then you come back to camp 2 sp- uh, spend the night and then drop to base camp so base camp was literally our base for everything <laughs> yeah and then how how is it staying there that long how like the cold so, so it's up if you are familiar with uh Everest base camp and how the setup is it's a it's the same concept mm. that's how the tents are set up clients sleeping tents are a bit further away from the main dining tent yeah and there's a kitchen tent yeah. and then there's a washroom yeah uh and uh weather wise uh, i mean i think on the initial days weather we got snow on the, the first day first week it was uh, cold generally yeah. it was cold yeah. it was like it got up to like minus 20 at base camp yeah snowfall and then after that it was really pleasant it started becoming hot all the snow was melting yeah yeah so it was good like that so like like after the rotations what did you have any problems then or everything was just going as planned <laughs> we all have different stories <laughs> uh and the main thing so before we even start the rotations there's a traditional ceremony that they do mm-hmm. it's like a prayer the puja the puja, puja mm-hmm. where they ask for permission blessings of the mountain, the mountain. a safe passage mm-hmm. uh there was uh, something very 
unique, nice to experience. We've always seen it on this uh, Everest expeditions. Yeah. So it was something interesting to witness and be part of. Yeah. Uh, lasted about about one hour. Yeah. Oh, the whole ceremony is one hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, it was actually a bit more, no? More, because like yeah. I've always seen, like they they threw is yeah. it like rice, 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 rice. Yeah. The mantras were so uh, soothing to listen to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and then we have to put our gear, our shoes, helmets, harnesses, everything. Everything yes. needs to be blessed. Oh, like wow. like yeah, there's a whole ceremony about it. That was really good. So all your gear, food items anything that is being used for the expedition is yeah. basically yeah uh, Bless. yeah yes. and the climbers too yes, yes. and the climbers <laughs> of course yes. so is this like something that everyone does together or is this like per expedition so team? per team okay. yeah so everyone in the team yeah does it together that's yeah. the chef assistants all the guides all the climbers so yeah. everyone together as a team does the puja yeah but if you ha- if there is another group that is also climbing Present. the same peak mm-hmm. they will have their own uh, puja yeah. a separate puja yeah uh, how's the feeling like is it like i think for that one i think uh, when the puja happened is when I got the chills. I was like, "Oh my god, this is real." <laughs> We're attempting a 7000. <laughs> There's something wrong. <laughs> like you actually feel like That's what have we reality put ourselves? Hits you. <laughs> yeah. like, that good. You have to now go. Yeah. yeah. Cuz the puja is the day before the climb. Well, no, it's no, it's at the so beginning. It's, oh, it's at the beginning. When, when, when you hit base camp. Uh, base camp is the day after that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before we do our rotations everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's when it hits you. Like, what have we put ourselves into? What have we signed up for? <laughs> but it's such a nice spiritual feeling you get yeah. because the Himalayas is very sp- spiritual anyway. Yeah. Like, once you're there, you just feel different. And then the best part was we were disconnected completely because we didn't have network at all. There was absolutely no network. So we're disconnected for about 15 days from our families, friends, wow. everybody. Yeah. I mean, they had a satellite phone, if yeah. anything. But I think we just kept it. going we just enjoyed it so you think no, but it really goes quickly oh, really? Yeah. really yeah so like this puja wow so like afterwards you start your rotations how is it like is it going to how, what's what's the so, so, elevation so that that same day uh we just then everyone checks their gear yeah you just try and fit on the boots try try it out they they were small uh what hills hills with, <laughs> uh with with snow and stuff so you just go and try up your ropes your juma mostly training harness training, training. just for, uh, just a warm up yeah, just so for the mountain just yeah. getting used to your gear your jumas harnesses yeah. safety uh, ropes the, and all that just a few the height days. was yeah. 4850 at base camp okay yeah and camp one Camp one is around five thousand two hundred, and mm-hmm. camp two is just about six thousand meters. Oh. And then there's camp three as well, but we couldn't stay at camp three because the snow levels were so high. Yeah. So they tried to um, they tried to see if we could uh, put our tent there. But they were sinking. It's like one of the guides actually sunk to his neck <laughs> in the snow. So I said, you know what? We can't stay at Camp Three. Mm-hmm. 
So then now, obviously, the summit push is going to be a longer one from 6,000 straight to 7,000, mm-hmm. which is obviously quite hard <laughs> on the body as well. <laughs> How long does it take, like, let's say, base camp to camp one? Like, let's say, when you're doing the summit push. So, base camp to camp one. So, from base camp, you have to cross a glacier. Yeah. And that's a rock, rock and ice glacier. Yeah. And that glacier is moving constantly. Yeah. You can hear rock falls every now and then. So crossing that first time took us long, around three hours. Yeah. Once you reach the end of the glacier, you have to cross, you have to climb a rock, oh, wow. rock fall. So mm-hmm. rock fall cliff wall. Yeah. wall. And that is uh, dangerous because each person has to go separately mm-hmm. and the guy behind has to be careful the rocks because there is always rockfall the rockfall mm-hmm. doesn't hit them so that was roped as well and then after the after you've reached the top of the rockfall then it's just a two and a half hour climb to camp one so that's like one day's work yeah, and not to forget, you're coming back down the same day back to base camp. Oh. Yeah, yeah and, and and since it had snowed that time, uh, there was a lot of snow on up to camp uh, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for the first rotation, we actually couldn't even hit camp one. Yeah. I mean, because obviously of the because of the time, and we're just trying to still get familiar with everything. There's a lot of ice. Yeah. I mean, snow. So it took time, of course. How many rotations do you need? Like two. So we did two rotations. Two. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, then the third was the final push now. Okay. Yeah. So does the guide decide like, okay, now you're ready, let's go, or it was up to you? So obviously the the they the Sherpas are monitoring everyone yeah. and how the performance of the group is ongoing, how people how bodies are getting used to the rotations. And uh, not to forget, again, uh, weather forecast is is being followed by them. So there is a uh, window which you have to try and target. Yeah. And uh, our target was actually 31st March, 1st April. Okay. Yeah. For because, the summit push. Yeah, summit push was 31st and 1st. Because... It, the guide said from 2nd April yeah. it's going to be snowfall and high winds so need to we had to do it before, before. Oh, so, so, so from the base camp now this is summit push so how was it like how many days to to get the summit like day one see base so now so for the summit push you yeah. go base camp to camp one yeah. but now the good thing was we were so used to the route of camp one and fast. then the snow had also yeah like everything had melted as well like quite a bit had melted so it, it felt obviously more comfortable in terms yeah. of crossing like the first part of crossing the the rock and ice glacier as i said it felt much easier because yeah. yeah. the first time we did it three hours Second time, one and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. So we got used to it because yeah. you know the route then. Yeah. So you're just going. And I think you also become confident. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for first time you're climbing and at the same time you're hearing rocks falling. Yeah, like, everything is um, freaky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, so then you go up to camp one, you spend a night there. 
and now now obviously it's it's always getting colder and yeah. now we're all sharing tents you know at base camp we all had our own individual tents yeah but now from camp 1 firstly we're carrying all our clothes the what we need yeah i mean obviously the the guides help in carrying the down suits and all down suits and like the boots and stuff yeah but the rest of the stuff we all carrying by ourselves like our snacks and whatever we need extra mm-hmm. so we're carrying it by ourselves so obviously our day packs also heavier now um yeah and then we spend a night at camp 1 uh then always the following we're sharing tents how many per tent two two, two. they're really small tents yeah yeah but really nice and cozy <laughs> they're all insulated so it's really nice and it's advisable they yeah. say it keeps For you warm, warm. Yeah. yeah and also in the event a fellow climber is maybe having an, any issue at night yeah. yeah at least there is someone else beside you okay. in the tent to to help, to, to, to help out. out or anything but if you're on your own anything can go wrong yeah and the guys wouldn't even know then <laughs> and then high up there is it what's the washroom situation there <laughs> so washroom situation is <laughs> Camp one, Great. <laughs> just go do it behind larger rocks. Okay. I know. <coughs> camp two, cause there is a lot of snow. Just dig up the snow yeah. and just go do your business there. <laughs> yeah, but you do. I mean, at first it's weird, very weird, but afterwards you get When used to it. Nature calls. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing stops. <laughs> <laughs> so some it yeah. push, go to camp one, spend the night. Then camp Next two. Day. camp 2 yeah camp 2 we reach in good time like around what 1 1 o'clock or yeah. something we started at about 8 a.m or something yeah. like that from camp 1 to camp 2 right. then we reach by afternoon and and then we can rest yeah. and because now we have to start the summit push early at about 10 10 p.m okay yeah we started really you couldn't spend the night at camp 3 Yeah, we yeah. couldn't spend the night at Camp yeah. 3 plus it's advisable obviously to walk at night because of its ice at that point, you know, because the temperatures so, are yeah, dropped. So, yeah, the ice freezes so it's yeah. better to walk when the ice is frozen. Okay. It's easier to walk. And the setup at Camp 2 is beautiful because it's in a plateau. Mm-hmm. So and the peak is just there. You can just can see, see it where you're it's, going. Yeah, yeah nice. it's <laughs> so daunting. Yeah, even though like you're cold Yeah, you just yeah. stare at it. Yeah. It's so near yet so far. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's very very intimidating. So come to so now from come to you start now for the summit at 10 p.m. Yeah. 10 p.m. Yes. And the targeted time to summit is they their their target time is about noon. 11 a.m. 12 noon so a good yeah. 12 hours. So yeah. how is it like now? good 14 hours <laughs> so it's obviously i think it's, he knows best it's long. so basically you start at 6000 so camp 3 was at 6200 where oh. we were meant to start from so we walked till there which is around 4 hours or 3 and a half 4 hours that's the base of the mountain mm-hmm. so from there we were all of us were shocked <laughs> we just look up it's just like a wall okay and the guide says okay now we start jumaring all the way up to the summit and yeah i have seen <laughs> jumaring is like jumaring yeah. is just pulling us like going up and yeah. then so you're going up so yeah. it's basically a rope a yeah. fixed rope mm-hmm. uh where then you there's a device called a jumar right 
So what happens is, and there is a safety device as well with a carabiner mm-hmm. attached to the rope. So what it does is, you as you climb, you move with that device such that it keeps locking at intervals. In the event you fall or something happens, the jumar will keep holding you in that same location. position. Yes. Yeah, so you won't fall basically. And, and it also fall. makes it easier for you to climb with your crampons because lock, then you can climb, mm. up, and then again you put it up and lock, and you can climb up. And it's steep, so you're just looking down and. <laughs> so that's why we were. <laughs> that's, that's why, why they try and make you climb at, at night, night so you're, so you don't you're, you're, you're literally you don't know where you're going yeah and then you can <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine yeah, yeah a thousand meters you're climbing at an angle of almost 70 degrees and some places reaches 85 80. degrees you're like <laughs> it's literally a wall and <laughs> at the base we, we took a break yeah. so we're asking the guide so he just tells us to start jumaring and we're like so we'll be able to break he's like no now the next break is at the summit. We're like, what? Because <laughs> there's no flat bit anywhere. You can't stop it. There's you no can't flat. Stop. Yeah, there's no flat place. It's just and steep. if you try to take a break, you're using an you're gonna slip at an down. angle. Your calf muscles are working overtime. Because if you <laughs> if you want to take a break, you need to put your crampons stuck to the ice and yeah. make sure you don't slip. What about overtaking someone else? I mean, it's possible. Because at some point, we all had to. So it's possible like you just have to be a bit careful. You just obviously go closer to the person, put your safeties. Um, yeah, you just, at that point, I think you just use your safety, your carabiners, the, which is used for safety. You don't use a jumar, of course, but you can... Uh, you just have to be careful. You just have to hold on to the rope or you something. You need to get off the rope, yeah. sort of, yeah. and try and get your safety and your jumar ahead of pass. the yes. person you want to pass. Yeah. Also, getting off the rope, you still have to have like some safety. Yeah, there's a safety which is uh, like a small sling, sort of. Yeah, sling that's connected to your harness, yeah. and then you put it on the rope. That's sounds, fixed. Sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows better. <laughs> but the most, <laughs> the most important is before any of this even happens. Yeah. A day. When we were actually yeah. doing our first rotation yeah. to Camp One, that is the day the Sherpas were actually fixing the rope Lines. ahead of us mm. to ca- so Camp One onwards, Camp Two, up to summit. And so they're checking the route and they make sure it's all fixed and safe. So, you know, the other thing is this this mountain hadn't been climbed in the past two, two three no, years. Two and a half years. Yeah, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, now everything has changed on the mountain. And there are no fixed lines, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, our Sherpas are the ones who actually opened the mountain for us. Oh, yeah, the first time. Yeah. 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 So, they actually opened the mountain. They actually went up to fix the lines. Wow. Yeah. And um, luckily, we had one of the strongest Sherpas with us who actually did most of the job. Yeah. And unfortunately, he couldn't go all the way to the summit to fix it. But then, I mean... Because uh, one of his Sherpa colleagues got sick, sick yeah. uh, midway, so they had to come back down. So he could only fix it like about 7,000. Oh, okay. Yeah. And all this time, no oxygen, right? 
Yeah. Well, we, we had our guides were carrying supplementary oxygen for oh, us. Okay. Um, but they also advised that you know what, if you can go without oxygen, it's better because it affects your throat. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So makes it dry. I mean, really dry. when you take in oxygen, your throat literally becomes dry. Okay. And somehow we all managed without any oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> Although it wasn't easy, let me be honest yeah. with you, especially the last 100 meters, it was not easy at all because now you take five steps, you're completely breathless, it takes you another 5-10 minutes to recover Yeah. and yeah, that just goes on and on and on and it, it took long, like the last 100 meters were the toughest I believe. I don't know. And <laughs> the last bit, you think you reach the summit, yeah. you have to cross the crevasse. At an angle and of 70 like, degrees. <laughs> um, seriously? <laughs> a crevasse. A crevasse yeah. at an angle. So you're literally... To reach almost, the summit. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're also at an angle because now you're walking this way. Yeah. And then there's a crevasse. And like, so wow. it's like you hop or you... you I don't know what you do. You have to, you have <laughs> to do a long stride. Yeah. And then hold on to the rope so tightly and then make sure... And pull yourself you get, up. Pull yourself up. Yeah. yeah. It takes like... All the energy out of you. And yeah, and then literally it's five steps to the summit. My goodness. And that takes long. <laughs> like you think five steps would take you what, less than a minute? Less than half a minute? Yeah. I think it takes about at least another good five, ten minutes. Five because steps. Literally yeah. five steps. <laughs> because your actions after 7,000 become slower. Your talking gets slower. Mm. Your normal body actions get slower. Mm. So even your walking gets very How slow. How are you like relating with each other like? Would you get like irritated? I know, I know people get irritated because of altitude. So, yeah. so I, since, so how it worked was we were, since we were, how many were we? We were a few. Six. Each one of us had one Sherpa. So it's the Sherpa, climber, Sherpa, climber. So everyone was actually sort of spread out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. We were just doing our own things. <laughs> so he was with the main guide, who, the guide who fixed the ropes. Yeah. He was with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So them, obviously, they knew their, their way up. <laughs> I mean, we all knew our way up. And like at some point, did you want to give up? Or? It didn't really huh? come across. That thought never crossed my mind. Because you're so busy uh, climbing. You're so yeah. busy concentrating. You don't even, you're trying to breathe for support. And you're wondering when is that angle going to reduce yeah and it just goes on and on and on because you want to see the other side and it just was never ending yeah wow. and then for me so him and his sherpa were ahead of us yeah and then there's a, another sherpa and another climber in the middle so now the other climber wasn't feeling too well so yeah. he decided okay at about 6900 he said that you know what i think i'll just make a decision to turn back so he was turning back and then my and then I was the third one. Yeah. And my guide is like, okay, so you know, time uh, time is not on our side. I think we should just turn back. And then I'm thinking, what? I was like, no, he's in front. He's not been told to turn back. So I just told my guide like politely, I was like, you know what, let's just go till where we can. Yeah. At least we reach, even if it's seven thousand, we reach and then we'll see what goes on. And then we go closer to them. And I don't know, our guides were discussing something and we're like, okay, I hope they're not saying that, you know, we turn back in, you know, back in your head, as I told you, something yeah. <laughs> is on the mind. Yeah. 
And I mean, you've done all that. You can't just not go to submit. <laughs> and then our guys talked and I thought, okay, you know what? It's going to be a very heartbreaking decision. I was, just, I was already trying to mentally prepare myself. I was like, oh, they're just going to tell us to turn back, to turn back. And then next thing you see, his guide remove a rope. And I'm like, this is... <laughs> yeah, you're like, yes. <laughs> you know, like, you just get a sudden burst of energy for like a few seconds. <laughs> and then they start summit. They start heading to the summit and obviously we follow. Awesome. I think that was... And yeah. you summited. Yeah, we ended up, I looked at my guide, I was like, look, we ended up here <laughs> rather than back down. <laughs> yeah, congrats to you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And then he came as well, but a little later, but he came. Yeah. So Neil. Yes. And then you. Yeah. And, and then Hamo. And me. Hamo <laughs> came way after because uh, when we were, me and Hatal were going down, well, seeing Hamo climbing up. Yeah. And... We just like good luck. And oh, we didn't summit all three. No, I mean, we didn't. Uh, everyone differently. Yeah, yeah. Every, as I said, okay. you know, all of us have different stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we probably have the same stories. He has a complete different story. Yeah. <laughs> so how was it like back there? Like, so for us, because we were with one, two Sherpas, and three of us climbing. Uh, and we saw something happening ahead with them. And they were, I think you guys came across, a, they came across a crevasse. Yeah. So there was like uh, some time spent there on how, which, which is the safest route to take to cross the crevasse. Uh, and then one of our guys was also uh, coming with us at some point we decided, okay, we're going to just move across ahead of him. Yeah. And then Sita and I, we carried on. Yeah. Uh, these two were coming. There was a Sherpa behind us and another climber behind us. Yeah. And there was one Sherpa who just sped off in front. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, we were, at some point, we were literally just Sita and I, we were just the other... Uh, climb up from UK. We yeah. were just pushing few steps, take a break, few steps, take a break. And then we met them, congratulated them and <laughs> carried on. <laughs> <laughs> at, that, at that point, you're seeing them calm down. Yeah. You're like, I have to go up. Continue. Well, we were yeah. so happy that yeah. they have made it. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one knew what to expect, to and, be honest. Uh, yeah. And then at the crevasse again, I tried step oh. that step resulted in a slip oh and my and a slight fall into the crevasse and then the sherpa came okay just it's like uh, yeah just put in some effort and just gave me his hand and then yeah i was up <laughs> were you scared at that point no uh, at that point you know yeah, yeah there just there you know? <laughs> like five steps away literally <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's quite windy up there at the summit. So, Storm again, uh, you just want to take your pictures and just out. Yeah, maximum, you can stay 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. I saw a photo of the summit. Like, it looks so nice, like, clear. You can see the whole yeah. Tibetan plateau. Yeah. We got a good uh, clear day. Yeah. So, we were lucky. Really lucky. It was quite warm. I mean, mm. 
Yeah. You know, in even in the down suits, they're so comfortable. Pro, you you get the right gear, mm-hmm. your climb automatically becomes a yeah. comfortable climb. Just just the winds were pretty cold, but oh, then it was fine because the sun was out. Yeah. And then, and then you know you reach the summit, you just try to you know settle, calm down a little because obviously there's that adrenaline in you, right? Yeah. And then we have Neil who's like, oh, so that's Shisha Pangma, that's Cho Oyu. I was like, how do you even know this? I was just there, I was like, I was just... But it's uh, pretty cool because Himlung is mm-hmm. at the edge of the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. It's like the last mountain mm-hmm. at the Himalayas. Then on as Nepal. soon as uh, Himlung, the other side mm-hmm. is Tibet. And this side is the Himalayas. So you get to see Himalayas on one side mm-hmm. and the other side you get to see Tibet. That is Arctic desert, meaning it's just brown. So one side is white, mm-hmm. yeah. snow, ice, mountains, and the other side is just brown. And then just like a few mountains are rising from the Arctic desert. So it's really nice. So from the summer you can see Shishapangma. Yeah, you can see, you can see uh, Annapurna 1, 2, Daulagri. Uh, Shisha Pang Macho Oyu. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And your favorite one, you forgot. Or her favorite one. Which one? Which one? Nimjung? Oh, Nim- Nimjung was Nimjung? just there. <laughs> Nimjung yeah. was in, in our face yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Nimjung, how high Nimjung is that? It's 7140. Yeah. So it's actually right next to Himlung. Yeah. It's in the it's, same range as Himlung. Yeah. But it's not that popular. Well, it's a very uh, difficult mountain. It, I think. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like Himlung, seven thousand one hundred and twenty-six meters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it was so, really good. So you've done this seven thousand. Any plans for uh, <laughs> eight thousand? It's it's there in the mine. Uh, of course. Yeah. Obviously. The yeah. seed has been planted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the guides, not oh, by, by the guides, well, really. they are the ones that are like, oh yeah, you should do this, this, this. They're like, hmm, you know, 7,000, you know how it feels. Because the way you explain, like, you did it relatively, like, your, Smoothly. yourself, like, no sickness, your That's healthy. good, yeah, we, we were just very lucky. You ate well. Yes. What do you eat at 6,000 meters, you know? So you eat, so breakfast is uh, <laughs> porridge or muesli. Yeah. And they give you black tea. Yeah. And then uh, for lunch and dinner is like pasta, fried rice, yeah. noodles, veg noodle soup. So yeah. This is vegetarian. Y- yeah. Well, they they do also We are vegetarian. Oh, we are vegetarian, okay. but for non-veg there is also uh what to say soup with uh, yak meat and yeah. chicken Beef and tuna. And um, salami and, and salami stuff like yeah. that. Okay. So it's still okay, let's say, for some people to eat meat. High, yes, so. yes, yes. They they recommend it, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, the guys it's, were all eating meat. They were all eating meat. Yeah. yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm curious about, like, the down suit. How do you layer up? So, uh, I just wore a thermal. Pair of thermals. Th- yeah. Pair of thermals. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. And uh, the summit a, a pair of summit socks, one pair. Yeah, and uh, for gloves, it was just a liner of gloves and mittens. That was about it. Yeah, but our mittens were really, really thick. 
Okay. Re- and quite insulated as well. Yeah. So that really, really helped us. Because the risk of frostbite. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the yeah. so the good thing is our Sharpa actually saw all the gear. Yeah. Uh, Before he was we there. bought. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he actually checked everything in detail so that mm-hmm. to ensure that we have the right gear. Even the ones that we hired or we, whatever we bought mm-hmm. was with him. He actually came with us yep. to buy. Okay. Yeah, because obviously we had z- no experience mm. whatsoever. We didn't know where to buy, what, to, where to, uh, where mainly to yeah. buy from. And you know they obviously have their own friends and stuff, yeah. <laughs> so they can actually take you to the good shops and they actually guide you really well. And the critical gear, of course, is the down suits, mittens, the mittens, the and mittens. the climbing boots. Eight thousand, because you can't use just any climbing boots. It's yeah. the eight thousand meter ones. Yeah. yeah. You have to use the climbing boots. Okay. So not to f- forget the main thing: mm-hmm. protection for your eyes. Yeah. yeah. If you are not going to see, you're not going to climb. Because you and I wear specs. So how how how? So we 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 actually got numbered uh, category four cat four sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prescription. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did wonders. Yeah, yeah, I think that was life saving. Yeah. That really was because the glare is crazy because first of all the sun was out and it's full snow and ice that we're hiking on oh not hiking climbing on <laughs> so yeah it, the glare was really much so it really helped the sunglasses do you get them here or at nepal both okay you can visit if any you have prescription obviously that's gonna be more personalized yeah if you don't like he doesn't like, i got my uh, summit glasses from here okay from outdoor Mm. outdoor uh, it's in Tika Road yeah they have a shop we got a lot of stuff from there like we got a woolen hat yeah that really helped thermals mm-hmm. we got from there ski goggles normal sunglasses we got from there and uh, also trekking pants we got from there so they do sell good stuff and then like I'm really concerned like the mittens you just have to get there yeah yeah <coughs> well you can either order from abroad or but the important thing is you need to try them on they, mm. they mm. fit size. your size or you get the right size for your hand um, you just don't want to buy something that is big or small or you're not comfortable with and how is it like at the summit like how do you take your photos do you, do you remove your mittens and yeah so for the Quick few remove. seconds it's okay yeah, yeah. yeah. for a okay. few seconds it's yeah. okay yeah or or you can but you give have your as well? you can give yeah. your phone to the sherpa they can take for you yeah yeah because they take a lot of photos videos yeah, uh, yeah. no he did as well okay. on his gopro yeah ah, okay yeah. so you can see some videos yes <laughs> yeah do you post them like is it for yourself or uh, no i have um, basically i've not yet posted them yeah but i'm just like finalizing the pictures and all but yeah i've made a video Mm-hmm. I'll share it with you like just the highlights of the trip and I'll share it with you awesome. yeah. so like when's this 8,000 meter <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know it's quite costly <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it is like especially Everest Everest yeah. but to be fair for me Everest is not even on the plan oh really yeah not generally Everest. any anything above 7,000 is quite costly mm. so you need to plan yourself financially if you want to do any any of these peaks yeah so since now we need to if we decide to do something we need to start 
yes. earning Saving. some bucks. <laughs> what would be the budget for seven thousand? This is for people to plan. Uh, I think probably about $8,000. About on the high, 20, seven to eight. No, for $7,000. For $7,000. Oh, yeah, yeah about $8,000 to $10,000. For $10,000, that's for the trip itself and gear. And flights, and flights. everything flights. included, yeah. everything. That's on the higher side though, yeah. but around about that, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was quite a commitment because... For two years, no one had climbed. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. like, this better work. Yeah, I mean, it was nice because obviously our Sherpa opened the mountain and then us Kenyans opened it. <laughs> yeah. And we opened the climbing season. So now we opened the season everyone actually. After us, you'll be using the same ropes. Yeah. To get to the yeah. summit. So you helped climbers. Yes. Well <laughs> yeah, and they, they actually credit. record everything. They actually issue you with a climbing permit and oh, then all okay. that. Uh, and then after the, after the summit, again, you have to submit uh, pictures mm -hmm. and then they issue you with a certificate, certificate and they close off the file. They actually allocate a liaison officer for, for that ex expedition. Mm -hmm. uh, your, they actually interview you to record about the expedition. Or if you actually submit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So it's uh -huh. it's it's quite uh, different. Process, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It is. And in fact, the liaison officer is also supposed to come and stay at base camp just to see whether we are actually genuine or not. Mm. Yeah. So, it's so you give a photo evidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the because there have been uh, cases where, mm. say, some companies take on a group of eight or something, Six have submitted, but the other two are fake people, <laughs> and they actually get summit certificates for them. Yeah, and they just—they've never climbed it. They didn't even go for the trip, so that's why now they send a government liaison officer to check if these are actually the number of Legit. people have gone. Yeah, and there's actually climbing happening there. Yeah. 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 So it's not Everest. So let me take a guess. <laughs> not K2 and, may <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you don't see it here or maybe you can just nod for me <laughs> <laughs> to be honest it's not finalized we don't know yeah, which peak but I think because now Choyu no one can climb there yet Choyu uh, people can but mm. it's just hard to get the permits yeah but after that the most uh, suitable would be Gasher Brim 2. Okay. It's quite safe. One of the most uh, safest 8,000 meters. Okay. That's in uh, Pakistan. Yeah, Pakistan. Okay. Less, uh, less avalanches or sometimes no avalanche at all. Only factor is cold. You have to factor in the cold, but that's on every mountain. And just, yeah, weather. But then it's the safest. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, the route is quite doable. Like Dev, yeah, Gashabram. Mm -hmm. Dev, four camps, I think. Mm -hmm. So even to summit, it's not a long way once you reach. You've done your homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I read somewhere. Chowyu, they're planning to open a route up from Nepal. Yeah. Because right now it's from Tibet. Yeah. Here, yeah, like. Yeah. It's normally like the entry level. So they want to. They want to because. I, from Tibet side, it's quite costly as well. So mm. Nepali climber Sherpas are really pushing to try and open up a route from Nepal side. Mm. What about Manaslu? 
Yeah, Manaslu is the, the next one, <laughs> which is much better to do in Nepal. Yeah. Uh, it's quite safe as well. Just a bit semi-technical, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, because I hear that's now the proper entry yeah. level. It's, yeah. it's actually the next... Um, After popular one yeah. uh, uh, after 7000 that most, most people, people do. do yeah okay so i'm sure 2023 <laughs> no uh, that's 20, too soon <laughs> <laughs> you have the suits and everything soon. no yeah. so for me my down so you know for for me i had a down jacket and a down trouser yeah and then i don't know i think when i was coming down just exhausted sat somehow wrongly and the crampon tore the down suit the down trousers yeah so it's gone <laughs> it's done the feathers out <laughs> really yeah. oh my down jacket was fine but anyway let's see yeah there's a time i bought a jacket and then the feathers yeah. came out like it's the really, next day really it's so annoying delicate. yeah once they are out that's it unless yeah. they they can't patch it yeah yeah you have to really be careful <clears throat> i mean even if they can patch it it's not going to be the same Like it's probably not going to provide you as much warmth. Yeah. So, yeah. No, let's see. <laughs> let's so, see what are your plans for the, the the rest of the year then? Um, no plans mm. as of yet. Yeah. Still trying to get over this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you came high. back last week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As it's the time we're fresh. recording this. For um, me, I don't know. I want to do a bit of bit more so I'm, I'm a diver as well scuba diver. I do a lot of not a lot but I do scuba diving mm-hmm. so I want to do a bit more of advanced diving I don't know if it's going to be possible but yeah that means diving deeper yeah now going down <laughs> not <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Easy. let's see how it goes okay. but yeah just take it as it comes nice nice this has been a, a nice because <laughs> you know like Hetel was like one of the most requested oh wow people, people wanted to see he's a star he's a celebrity he's a legend <laughs> yeah celebrity yeah. no 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 everyone's a legend on their own <laughs> no, but, uh, but uh, I, I would like to say I think the most important thing about the expedition is is the entire team yeah you know it's not only the sherpas but we have porters we have chefs we have helpers yeah. Yeah. we have the camp manager yeah i mean without them everything would not be possible for sure yeah, yeah. those And guys put in some they, serious hours yeah. yeah they do a lot of the work yeah. they make it easier for us to climb so if the fixed ropes weren't there yeah. for sure it would be a very technical mountain mm. because of the fixed ropes it's become semi-technical or not even technical because then you're just climbing so and also you need to respect the mountain always respect yeah. it yeah Take it because easy. food water i mean boiling snow in higher camps to oh, drink right. it boils snow mm. it's it's i mean and to ensure your meals are on time uh to keep everyone in check yeah. it's it's uh, no easy task because it's hard enough doing in mount kenya kilimanjaro yeah, no imagine exactly. high up there i mean yeah. okay no fairness we have all have eight to five jobs and it's not a daily thing so obviously we are completely out of our comfort zone So I mean for them to handle us <laughs> it's not easy task. <laughs> and But also like sorry. 
No, that's what I'm just saying. So then, obviously, even as high climbers or hikers or whatever, even we should understand that, you know, you adjust yourself to whatever the situation is. You don't take things for granted just because you've paid your box. It doesn't mean you're going to get everything at yourself. It's, that's, that's not even right because... I mean, even they are human enough, you know, yeah. like that's just, there's just enough they can do to make you comfortable. It's supposed to be in our minds as well that, you know, what, be calm and just adjust to whatever situation there is. Yeah. Be realistic. Yeah, yeah. be realistic. I, I guess respect is both ways. Yeah. You know, the moment you are friendly, you're respecting them as well. Yeah. You will see the same coming back to you. And we, at the end, I mean, Within a few days, we were all like family. <laughs> yeah, it was like one big family up yeah. there. Yeah. So for like three climbers, how big was the team? No, so, so we were oh, six climbers. climbers. Oh, okay. Uh, there was another two guy from UK and one more from Australia. So there were six uh, guides and how many? Four. One chef, one assistant chef. And two helpers. And one camp manager. And one camp manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, total eleven team them. was 11 and 6 climbers. Okay. And also the team itself, like you, you have to like trust each other. Of course. Yeah, yeah you have to gel in. Have to and hate. For us, <laughs> since, since we have never met the two foreign climbers yeah. who joined us, yeah. uh, everything worked out. Yeah, they okay. were fantastic. Yeah, it was really easy to gel along with everybody. So it was nice. <laughs> so what would you say, like, for someone aspiring to do, like, a 7,000 meter? Like, Just go for it. It's mind over matter. <laughs> <laughs> mind over Yeah, myself. you can do it. It's not as impossible. L- yeah, as long as you've trained well, you yeah. know your body, and, yeah, you can do it. As long as you have a positive attitude as yeah. well, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scenery will keep you going, even if yeah, at any point you're feeling, uh no, it will just block. I mean, yeah. there's so much to see. Yeah. You will just feel like carrying on and doing more and more. Yeah, I think people tend to overthink about all these things. Mm-hmm. But once you're in it, you just go with the flow and you're fine. Yeah. Just, just go flow. hope for the best. Yeah, you just go with a positive attitude. Just just take it really slowly because obviously you need to acclimatize. I think that's key. You just go really slowly, hydrate yourself well, and you're fine. One day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. Enjoy it and carry on. <laughs> I would say it's very important to have, uh, is it what? Rescue cover, medical cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Insurance. Basically, insurance. all your insurance has to be right. Uh, global mountain rescue, uh, travel insurance, medical insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that is important. Because, because no, not uh, all local covers or certain insurance covers takes into account such evacuations from mountains. They will not do it. Yeah. So you have to find a company that actually covers such uh, yeah. adventures, expeditions. And it is important to actually have that because anything can happen on a mountain. Uh, and to get rescued or evacuated by a helicopter or something is is very uh, crucial. crucial. Mm-hmm. And people do die there. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we had somebody from our group who needed rescue. Mm-hmm. 
So and it it took about two days for him to be rescued, but I mean eventually he was and he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's completely okay. But it still I mean it still helps to have that cover. Yeah. It really helps. Really. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, this has been great. Thank Thanks you. for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And this has been our first episode. I know, congratulations. Congratulations <laughs> uh, on on uh, getting this journey started. Yeah. I mean uh, it's it's it, very nice. It it will be an inspiration to many for uh, all uh, whichever guests you bring along i mean anything small it yeah. does play a very big role other. to yeah. the public out there mm. and whoever wants to or has never looked into Martin. any adventures or yeah. anything will probably start or try give it a go which is a big step oh and one more thing all the best to james kg Well, oh, yeah. 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 Okay, well yeah. 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 <laughs> we have a Kenyan representing know, us so all the way to summit. So <laughs> exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that I flag know. up there. Because <laughs> now um, it's April 18. So we'll probably summit on next month. Yeah. Next month already. Because uh, they will start their rotations from Everest Base Camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll do around four f- or four five. Four rotations probably, yeah. Those rotations take long for Everest because there are many camps. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. they take long. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, all the best to him. I know. Uh, yes. so exciting. exciting times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exciting times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh I mean, he's a god of mountains. <laughs> yeah, his CV. Yeah. He's done Denali. Yeah. Yeah, Agua. exactly, yeah. 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 Let's see. Oh, are those in your plans even? <laughs> <laughs> no plans at the moment we we see what to do next yes. uh, and uh, yeah. yeah and then probably you'll see something somewhere uh, yeah <laughs> it will give you a hint yeah <laughs> i don't know whatever hits our brain first is now next <laughs> we don't know what <laughs> so so hetel himal neil thank you for coming thank, thank you. you so much thank you for inviting us, us. Yeah. and uh, that's episode 1 see you on the next one yes <laughs> right <laughs> top of your glasses <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good idea